It's Mark Reardon for PNCC Speak, the language of executives, along with Michael Scully, regional president of PNC Bank. And today we're joined by Pat Coleman, president and CEO of Behavioral Health Response. Hi, Pat. Welcome to C-Speak. Tell us a little bit about yourself and Behavioral Health Response. We're known to the community as BHR. As for me, I came to BHR over 23 years ago as a human resources consultant. I had my own business at the time and provided HR services to small businesses that couldn't afford to have an HR office or an HR on staff. I've been CEO of BHR for the past seven and a half years. And our mission is to provide barrier-free access to behavioral health care 24 hours a day. We do that with compassion. We have a crisis hotline, a mobile outreach face-to-face. We have follow-up and next day urgent appointments with the community mental health centers in our region. We are staffed with master level clinicians. March 2020 seems like ages ago. I'm curious, how is BHR different today than it was just six months ago? We have a 100% remote clinical call center. Six months ago, not even about 10% of our contact center was remote. In addition, in this environment, we're providing mostly all of our face-to-face telephonically and some by Zoom. Going 100% remote was completed in a timely matter of days by my committed and talented team, of course. We're also grateful to Missouri Foundation for Health, St. Louis Community Foundation, Franklin County, and the Deaconess Foundation for their funding to support these efforts. Thankfully, everyone that have called us and are currently calling us, they are getting the mental health that they need uh, and receiving the the support that they need without fail. Pat, when a person steps into a leadership position, what should their responsibilities be as far as the mental health of their employees and overall business? First of all, we need to stop separating employees' mental health from the overall business. Because when our employees are not healthy, our business is not healthy. Mental health of our employees and business goes hand in hand. You want your employees to be as healthy as they can be. Secondly, the leader must be in touch with their own mental health. They must model the behavior that they want their staff to exhibit. For instance, if you don't want your staff to always be in a panic, then you should not always be in a panic. This is where high emotional intelligence is a key. If the leader doesn't come into the job with high emotional intelligence, then they must work on it in order to truly be successful. What are some of the symptoms or signs that should alert a manager when an employee might be struggling with his or her mental health? Signs that an employee may be struggling with their mental health may be sudden changes in their mood, their habits or behaviors absenteeism and presenteeism uh, is very valid here. And when I talk about presenteeism, that is when uh, your employees come to work, but they're not engaged. Another way to kind of look at this is that's when your employees quit and they stay. So always, always check in. There are three simple words. Are you okay? instead of what's wrong with you. 
So saying, are you okay, is much more compassionate when communicating with your employees. Pat, is there any doubt that the pandemic is creating more mental health issues and, and or triggering them? I would say it's both. People may have already had an issue with their mental health and maybe it was under control. And now with the uniqueness of this pandemic, it has increased their anxiety and depression. People may feel that they were or they were not or barely dealing with COVID. And then here comes the racial unrest. It's quite a bit for an individual to deal with uh, having these two pandemics at the same time. So there is a fact. One in five adults will experience a mental health illness. So with or without the pandemics, you can imagine the impact that it's had on nearly all of us. You know, we're used to being with our family, our friends, our coworkers, and suddenly that was taken away. So many of our listeners today are working from home. How can management keep their workforce mentally healthy when we're not together? <laughs> so be reminded that as a manager, you want to encourage self-care. And although you're encouraging it, remind your staff that self-care is their responsibility. When you're able to identify your staff feeling overwhelmed, encourage them to take PTO or vacation day. And if feasible, encourage them to unplug. Encourage them to take walks, exercise. Most importantly, direct them to use your employee assistance program, your EAP. It is an employee benefit and a great resource offering counseling, substance use treatment, stress-related problems, and working through your financial difficulties. They also have leadership and management training and many, many other services. EAPs are confidential, and we need to build trust in our employees to take advantage of this great benefit that we offer. So managers out there, this goes for you as well. We should not wait until an employee issue arise or when an issue arise for us ourselves. We can offer these services just as well during uh, this time when we have so many people working remote. It is important not to forget our remote workforce during this time as well. At some industries like healthcare providers, police officers, educators might be having even a more difficult time during the pandemic. Are there unique ways to help people working in the most hard hit categories? Well, I don't know how unique this is, um, uh, but as far as helping our police officers, our educators, our healthcare providers, and again, this include behavioral health providers. First, we need to remember that some of them are parents. They have families to take care of as well. So with mentioning that, they are caregivers and here to support our community in some ways, in a huge way. We need to find ways to keep the mission in front of them and remind them why they do what they do. We need to take them back to why they chose those professions, encourage them to talk about that from time to time. That can help motivate or energize some of them. Sometimes they need that push and we need to recognize how hard it may be for them to do that. 
So as it is their job to support us and our community, they need our support as well. So Pat, if one of your employees is having a problem, a mental health problem, how do you talk to them? Look, if it's not one of us, if it's not you, if it's not me, we all know someone who may be experiencing a mental health issue. This is where leaders must normalize the use of the company's EAP as preventive care and not as emergency care. This is important. We need to keep it in the forefront. Understand again that the employee assistant programs are a part of a team. They're a part of our team and they're a valuable resource. Offering EAPs, it may result in lowering medical costs. It may reduce turnover and absenteeism and presenteeism. Uh, and, in the, and as a result of that, we may have higher employee productivity. I want us to understand that the EAP is not the thing over there, right? So when we get the opportunity, uh, we need to point to it and call it out, put it out front, especially when we feel that it is needed. Again, promote BHR. BHR is a crisis hotline. It's free to our community. It's staffed by master level mental health professionals, and we stand ready to serve 24 hours a day. So Pat, as a leader, how do you handle leadership pain? There is a quote by Kenji M. We must embrace pain and burn it as a fuel for our journey. So as a leader, I have to make tough decisions many times and it doesn't feel good. I mean, it never feels good. So gratefully, I am a woman of faith. I pray fervently about a bunch of things, even at work, they will tell you that. I have a Bible verse on the wall in my office. It says, don't grow weary in doing good. That's Galatians 6, 9. It's there that keeps me grounded. And it reminds me that I can always get through my leadership pain. Also, through it all, I surround myself with others who are supportive, courageous, and loving. I need that myself. It fuels me in my journey because leading is not a walk in the park. And with that support, I've learned how to dive into the leadership pain and realize that it won't kill me. It helps me to grow and be a better leader, period. Pat, congratulations, by the way, for being named a 2020 Most Influential Businesswoman by the St. Louis Business Journal. As a leader, uh, tell me, can other business leaders reach out to you and your firm for advice for their own needs or their employees? Absolutely. BHR is a free service to our entire eastern region of Missouri. And so anyone in the eastern region of Missouri they have access 24-7 to BHR services. And definitely that goes for businesses, business owners, and management team members. Uh, as I said earlier, I don't want, I don't want to leave that out. I don't want us to feel as if uh, because we're leaders that we're exempt for, from any type of mental health issue, or that our families are exempt, that our friends are exempt. So this service is here for all of us to use 24-7. Well, Pat, thanks for joining Mike and I today for another PNCC Speak interview. PNCC Speak, the language of executives.